you know it's time. It's time for a show. Some call me Tim. I timed it out right today. I'm so proud of myself whenever I time it out. Welcome to Some Call, call Me Tim here on Mutiny Radio. We're going to be interviewing Emily Browning coming up on the show today. Comedian, comedian, Emily Browning. She's not here yet. I haven't checked my Facebook to make sure that she's actually coming or whatever. But thank God. Thank I would. Why would I even? Thank God for Zach Wiseman. That's not something you usually hear. Uh, not not usually. But uh, today we're so happy because he's hanging out in the building, which means we might get some. I I don't know uh, words of knowledge. Some, something I don't know. He tell, tells us he's he's gonna he doesn't know shit. He says last week he was on the program on the new program at three o'clock. The put your weed in there show today at three o'clock. We have guest chef Jake Ersland from Counter Offer at Benders. Uh, that's located at Inner South NS, and he. We'll talk about chef school and stuff. He's also the drummer of a band called Another Body Found, which is a fun band. They played here during noise pop, and wasn't that fun? Uh, it was. I'm not even. It really was. Really, really. I didn't mean to sound like like shitty about that, but it really was a fun time. They really are a good band. Uh, Zach, come in here and talk about God for a second until Emily gets here. Talk about God or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so this is some call me Tim. Is the show where. Um, we talk about what people believe in or don't believe in. I know Zach Wiseman believes that, uh, what's the sticker in the bathroom say? It's so funny. You're spiraling into control. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Those stickers are great. They just get crazier and crazier, and it just works better. And it I works. don't fucking know. The crazier you get, the better it works. Living in a closet, they aren't even your coats. No. <laughs> no, that's Colin's joke. It's I not know, my it's Colin's joke. Same closet. Same though. closet. Yeah. You just don't want to steal a joke. That's nice of you. Um, I was actually thinking on the walk here, uh, you know, about reality. Oh yeah, and, uh, you're I into do that. all the time because this is so it's so silly this fucking thing we do. But uh, I was thinking that ego might not uh, only be a defense mechanism for people, but if this is a simulation, it might be a defense mechanism for the simulation. Because your ego's like, I'm real. I'm fucking real. There's no way I'm not real. Right? And it's like, well, we got it. We're going to make artificial intelligence simulation, but like, it can't find out that it's not real. Because then, then it's, it'll bust through and kill us all. Right? So, uh, the ego is actually defending this reality. The ego is defending this reality from the sex robots that are going to come and take over the world. Yeah. 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 We were discussing at the end of the AltaCast. Can you take your sex robot in the bathtub? So if you're Harvey Weinstein and you really like fucking girls in the bathtub, Mm -hmm. we learned that from reading the stuff, uh, then can you take your sex robot in the bathtub or will it electrocute you? Is that a good way for suicide? Uh, that's, that would be, that would be a great way for suicide, but I imagine they're like phones, you know, you drop your phone in the toilet and it's fine. You know, I think uh, there'll be different models, I'm sure. It's got to be hard to waterproof a whole sex robot, you know? Uh, I mean, they got holes in them and shit, you know? That's that's true. You waterproof your sex robot. I, you know, I didn't realize. I have a, I have a, I have a dildo at home. It was uh, given to me by Anthony Medina when he used to work for that great dildo oh, company. Yeah, yeah. And a really expensive one. And I, I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, my God. 
it's waterproof. But of course it is. Yeah. Dildos would have to be waterproof. Yeah, 100%. There's no other way to deal with them. You can't, you, I mean, like, you create, your body has, I mean, at least my vagina still has kind of water in it. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know about other people, but it seems like if it wasn't waterproof that you could electrocute yourself. Well, sadly, my guest isn't coming. She didn't, she thought it was a nighttime show. She didn't realize it was a daytime show. Aw, So, shit. Zach, you have to talk about... Okay. Um, stuff. Well, yeah, what do you... Do you want to get to... Okay, so yesterday, 304 people posted on my timeline, and I fucking lost my shit because I was dealing with my pad, and I was trying to like everybody's post to Don't care. do that. Well, I wanted to let them know that they took the time, so I cared. But so I got to like the last 30, and my... my had like reloaded and I was like I can't so I I, <laughs> I wrote this silly thing yesterday which I think is uh, fuck thanks for all the birthday stuff but Christ I've spent over an hour trying to like every post and I give up the first 30 people I can't get to you because my pad keeps reloading and Facebook only keeps five and then I have to see more and I just can't make it back there it's nice that people seem to care that I'm alive but now I'm all fucking frustrated and I need to smoke a bowl and all I can think of is how to turn this attention into promotion for mutiny radio or how to get all these nice comics from all over to apply for my festival. So if you, so if I didn't like your birthday wish, I'm sorry. I don't have a smartphone, and this is all too much fucking time and trouble. But thanks. How about coming to the show this Friday at 8 p.m.? <laughs> Comedy festival performers will be really funny. I'm shameless, but I just wish I could focus attention like this at something of meaning rather than me just being alive for another year. So everyone should come to the show this Friday because Zach's on it. Come to the show. Oh. Colin Holt, Zach Wiseman, Kevin Wong, Zane Barrett, Jesus, You Better Work, Journey Roberts, and Tony Sparks. Yeah, that's going to be a good show. Yeah, that's a good show. Everybody's really funny. Uh-huh. There's no stinkers in this group. Yeah, it's great. Sometimes um, I feel like there's going to be some stinkers. And then I get mad at myself because I'm like, why did I book stinkers? Like, I'm the one booking the show. Like, why would I yeah. book someone who I don't think is funny? That's stupid. And then I realize it's because people pressure me into things by, like, sending messages over and over and over. And I, like, feel badly that I don't book them. And then I book them. And then I don't think they're funny. And then I'm angry for booking them. And I just, just listen to myself in the beginning and just not book them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I agree. Because if, if not everybody's funny. <laughs> that's true. You should be like, uh, you know, just come through on more Fridays and uh, have better sets and I'll book you. Right. That's kind of... And that'll boost attendance. And uh, I know, someday. Look how skinny I used to be. This is from 2010. I was so thin. You're still skinny. I'm not as thin as that. Like, my legs look so tiny. I don't... What, do I still have those jeans? God, Facebook just makes me feel bad about yeah. myself. Why do I even... Why do you do that? I also, I removed my birthday from Facebook. You can't find my birthday. Well... Because you don't want people to know, or you no, just don't—you don't like the attention. I don't that, like the attention no, either. That thing, that thing that you did—I hate that. I absolutely fucking hate being like, well, you know, I just said happy birthday, and then you didn't say anything, man. And I'm like, well, fuck you. It's my birthday, you piece of shit. Why do I have to? Why am I beholden to you on my fucking birthday? Fuck you. Leave me alone. So I actually used it for promotion at one point. I was like. I, this, and somebody else did it too It was very funny This guy wrote Happy birthday and congratulations Because you get more hits When you write that On your Facebook post And he said Lucky you Your birthday happens to be On the day Soft Opening of my book sales And he like Promoted on it And I was like Fuck yeah man This is exactly what I'm saying Like yeah, I want to promote on it I'm like I wish that I could put on every The 300 and The The 300 and 
however many people, the 304 people that posted and said happy birthday, which is a lot of fucking people, so thank you. Are for they independent posts? Or They're all independent. 304 people independently posted, and then on the thing where I was like... Just Don't. post a link to Eventbrite. Right. Yeah, exactly, Just right? Just paste that. But then I got 11 people that said happy birthday on the thing where I'm like, don't say happy birthday to me, but come to my show. <laughs> well, those people aren't going to come to the show. No, no, it's coming to the show. Uh, but I still was like... It, it's yeah. I was gonna I was gonna copy paste on all 300 of them. Like come to the show this Friday. Come to the show this Friday. But a lot of people are from out of town. So on those I was gonna put apply for my comedy festival. Apply for my comedy festival. Because uh-huh. they took the time to say happy birthday. And I'm like, how about take the time to give the station 10 bucks and apply for the comedy festival? Yeah, for real. <laughs> because I just I feel like. Yay, 304 people paid attention to, to me on that day enough to say happy birthday. But I just wish that I had like put a better background that said like come to the show this Friday. <laughs> I'm yeah. an idiot. Yeah, yeah, that's what you should have done, right? That's what I should have done. I had so much year. attention next, next year. year, next year. God. Well, you got to stay alive. Got to stay alive for another year to have that. God happen. damn it. Fuck. I love your um your uh suicide jokes. I think they're very funny. Keep coming up with new ones too. <laughs> Shh. Uh Zach, what do you you don't believe in God? Um, do you, well, okay. I, I believe in like, uh, well, I do believe this is a simulation. So I believe in like a creator of sorts. Right. Uh, but in, within this reality, outside of that fucking simulation bullshit, uh, I do believe like in like the good and evil is in everybody. So like the God and the devil live inside you in like a metaphorical sense, sure, I guess. Sure, sure, right. We all have the capability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we could all skin a baby if we were so I inclined. I don't know. If I, could I skin a baby? D- uh, given the right circumstances, like I think it's just like uh, a few experiences you need to have and then, uh, you know, you can... And then baby skinning just comes right up. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like, the fucking earth gets blown up, and, like, uh, fucking whatever, like a zombie apocalypse, and your mom's a zombie, and you have to kill your mom uh, with your bare hands, and then after that, you can skin a baby. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, Stuff like yeah. that. Well, I, I'm never, I mean, I would never, even in any, in the most apocalyptic of situations, I would never skin my cat. No, maybe, though. I would not make him into a hat. You just don't want to admit to yourself I that would you... would never eat my cat. He is too well, important. Well, then you'll starve to death and I'll eat it's, your cat. It's possible. I might starve to death. But there's enough vegetables to eat. I think everything's going to be okay. Is it hard to take me seriously with this hat on? Uh, <laughs> uh, no. I take you very seriously all the time. <laughs> I feel like I'm still drunk from last night. We should keep smoking this pot. Ooh. Uh, I really actually used to believe in God. Like, I really, really believed. Like, so much that... When I would watch movies as a child, I would question the plot structure because I was like, they've never talked about Jesus. How does their life have any meaning without the Lord and Savior? Yeah, that's a great trick. I mean, they, this fucking pushing a God thing, they got really fucking good at it. I mean, I really, really believed for real, like 100% until I was 17 or 18, that there was really a dude in the sky who really knew everything, every thought or action that I was ever going to have, he already knew. It was all preordained and predestined. He knows the number of hairs on my head because I'm such a fucking special snowflake that he knows the hairs on everybody's head. Isn't it not uh, preordained, though? Like, God can't affect free will, that thing? Well, there's different... Philosophically, there's that, but no, because they say that... They counteract that by saying that 
God does give you free will, but he still knows anyway everything that's going to happen. So you have the choice to do something wrong or not. But he knew which choice you were going to make. He knew if you were going to lie to your mom. Then why does he send you to hell? That's fucking well, bullshit. Well, no, but he doesn't send he, you to hell if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and but say he, already he died knows. on the cross for our sins. He knew, And then Jesus, when he was on the cross, he was perfect, and then he died. He knew my sins. That's the whole thing, is that God knew that I was going to push my brother down the stairs. <laughs> he knew it, right? He knew it. But Jesus died because he knew that sin was going to happen. So in right. all of the years of all of the futures and all of the time, until the end of time, God knows. And I seriously believe this. Like, I honestly believe that he knew. I was like, of course that's possible because he's God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay, but if God knows all your actions, uh, you know, pre you doing them, he would know whether or not you're going to accept it, you or him into your heart. Right. He would know that. And sure. then he still creates you to send you to hell. Okay, he's like, this guy's not going to accept me into his heart. Let's make him send him to hell. Yeah. That's very that's very astute of you. That absolutely makes sense. Now that, now that I understand, like, they taught me critical thinking as a child, but only in, like, literary concepts. But I... And I, now I can look at the Bible as like a literary work of fiction and can understand why we've shaped these morals and these themes. And uh-huh. But it's so vast because the God of Old Testament is a dick. And the God of New Testament still kind of a dick. Well, the God of Revelations. But Jesus is a nice guy. Anyways, I believed all of it. I believed in God when I was a kid because, you know, you're a kid. You get suckered into shit. Uh, and I lived in this small town in Alaska. Uh, and I didn't uh, this didn't make me disbelieve but I did definitely see a layer of bullshit Uh, I went to church one day and they got a guy he was a dude who was like pitching like solo flex or something on TV just a buff (laughs) dude right so he comes to the church and he does all these like feats of strength like he uh, you know like tears a fucking phone book in half yeah it's 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 a full it's I've seen people do that too and you don't have to be strong and uh, and then he like blows up a a hot water bottle which is his lungs until it pops and so he does a bunch of stuff like that and the whole time he's like the power of God I could blah blah. I'm like, you just worked out. That's why you can do those things. You can do those things because you spent time in the gym, not because of God. If if God gave you the power to rip phone books in half, then why can't babies rip fucking phone books in half? Well, because they don't have the they don't have the um, motor coordination. Well, at that ob- point, yeah, but- obviously. But if God gave you the power, then a baby could do it. A two year old who totally believes in Jesus could rip a fucking phone book in half. And I've never seen that. This is fun. Famed Soloflex model sentenced to prison for embezzling. I looked up Soloflex guy God power, hoping that I could find a picture of this guy. <laughs> Images. Soloflex guy God power. Oh boy. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> Soloflex guy God power comes up <laughs> under images. And wow, is that fun. Um, is it any of these guys? Is it that guy? It looks uh, like that guy. I bet you would Peak conditions, Scott Madsen. Maybe it was Bowflex. It was just one of those. Bowflex. Uh, yeah, one of the Soloflex, Bowflex. They're the same thing, right? Yeah, it was one of those guys who was pitching on TV for a while. That's where I knew him from. Well, he definitely was pitching God to you, and you were like, nah doesn't work out yeah, so well. you fucked it up, guy. They could they could have had me, but nope. No, they didn't. Well, you, well, I thought you were going to talk about the school shooting you were a part of and that that made you not believe in God. Um, no, but I mean, uh, I remember, like, I still, okay, I think it's really arrogant for people to think, like, uh, scientists be like, you know, I looked at the vastness of the universe and I saw that there's no possibility that uh, a being could fucking blah, blah, blah. But if a being created all of this, 
You think you could get him that easily? You think you fucking got him? You're stupid. You're a fucking moron. Right. Right. You, you made a telescope and now you know God isn't real? Fuck you, dummy. That's fucking <laughs> retarded. Uh, but, like, I do see a lot of, like... <laughs> I see people lying to themselves, right? And that makes me not believe. Uh, I remember after... Lying to themselves. Yeah, about God. You know what I mean? Or lying to me, trying to get me on the thing. I'm like, why are you doing that? Why are you lying to me about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why you... What the fuck? That's that's con shit. You're anwaying me right now, you know? But people, like my parents legitimately, they still... My brother, do they honestly believe that... God helps them be rich people because he's like governing and helping their actions. Oh yeah, that's a defense mechanism. And they're good. They're like, oh, well, I deserve this because God gave it to me, not because right. oh, capitalism's rigged. Oh, you know, <laughs> capitalism's rigged. That's what I, I'm, I. It's it's silly to me now that I really, 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 and but people still do. That's crazy to me that people are still like. God has the power, you know, and they put their hands up and they sing and they're like together in church. And for me, it just seems like, is that what you need to tell yourself to like sleep at night? Like you can't yeah. do drugs with like the rest of us. Like, yes. why don't you just drink and smoke pot? You got to like, Be, uh, believing in God is great for your state of mind, for your like mental health. Huh. Okay. Check this out. Like, uh, Ooh. this is, uh, what I do to myself. Cause I'm an asshole. Uh, I always, uh, I'm never good enough for myself. Right. Right. And, uh, that's not a good way to be happy, but it is a good way to get really good at shit. Cause you'd be like, Oh, that's perfect. Nah, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. You just like, you could just always do something better. You're always looking for like the mistakes you made. And so like in, in the getting better at things, I get better at things, but I'm fucking miserable all the time. But if you take, if you, if I uh, put a God in that equation where I'm never good enough for myself, uh, I keep doing things better, but there's a man in the sky who loves me forever, right? right? right. I'm good enough for God. Sure. I'm, I've, I've been good enough for God. Then it fucking washes away all that fucking like self doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that shit. All of that. Uh, criticism, self-criticism, but I, I think self-criticism is important because that's how you like. I, my biggest fear is that I'm not actually talented, and I really suck at all these things. Like I think that I'm good at comedy, but I'm actually totally fooling myself. Right. Like, and and I see other delusional people that think they're funny, and I'm like, am I one of them? Uh-huh. So I'm constantly questioning, like. You know, and even with the, the podcasts and the downloads and the talking on the radio, I'm like, am I just spitting into the wind? Am I pissing into the nothingness? Yeah. Is it, does it matter? I mean, it is, uh, I mean, am I well, just fooling myself or okay? I get I, somewhat. Every, everybody lies to themselves, uh, but check this out. Nothing fucking matters. It doesn't matter how <laughs> good you are at something or how bad you. It doesn't fucking it matter. Doesn't matter Just how take good you solace are. in that. It's fucking great. It doesn't matter how good you become at fucking anything because you just end up dead next to all the fucking hacks. Right. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're good matter. or bad. Oh, but it does. Nope. I mean, I have to have a, I have to have an aesthetic and a, a sense of personal integrity where I say because if I don't know if I don't have an aesthetic and I don't know good from bad, then I might as well just eat. Fucking, this is, here's the example. Jonathan brought home an extra 99 cent Wendy's burger yeah. thing with the stuff. And then, and it was late night and I was hungry and I microwaved it. And I even took off the top bread so it wouldn't get too weird. And I took off the lettuce and I put the lettuce and the right, yeah. back on after I tried really hard and I had one bite and I was like, 
just not worth it. It's not good enough. Yeah. I can't eat this. Yeah. It. I can't. I have to know the difference between good and bad. If I don't, then I might as well just eat oatmeal every day, all the time, with no brown sugar or salt. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point then? If I don't know, if there is no, no point. There's no point. It doesn't. You're just trying to like. Uh, What's the point? There's no point. There's no point. There's no point in the world at all. There's no point in living. No. Why do we do? Why do you? But then why do you do shit? Why do you care? Why do you still paint? Uh, why you? I do things that entertain me, and uh, to see like uh, more than comedy, more than anything, I I like to trick people. It's really fucking fun. Did you sell those paintings from the brainwash? You had a really. I really enjoyed the. Two that were next no, I didn't, to each I didn't other. sell anything. You didn't sell anything? No, I, I, uh, there's something in me that doesn't. I'm, I felt like those could be above someone's couch, like in the Soma. Or... I think a wizard put a curse on me. I don't know what the fuck. I, I just can't sell anything. So uh, it's whatever. Did you put prices on them? No, but I had Then that's con- why they didn't sell, dummy. I had contact info. Nobody contacted me. No, I know, but people didn't know how much they were. They probably thought they were too expensive. Well, they were too expensive. Oh. What would you have <laughs> charged for them? Uh, which ones? The, the, a two diptych, and, the diptych, the two together. Uh, big so what, what's that called? Diptych. A triptych is three panels. A diptych oh, okay. is two panels. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I was charging two thousand. Oh, was, that's great. It was fifteen hundred a piece or two thousand for both. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, this one, this guy did that on a closet door, which is a great. Uh-huh. He used a that guy's dope door. too. He has stuff on hate. Uh, and the closet door is really great because it's light uh-huh. and it's easy. It already has like a backing, and it's all. It's just. It's uh, you should look yeah. into closet doors. That's not bad. Um, because they're just big, cheap canvases, really. Yeah, just panels of wood. Yeah. Uh, how much though? What is he what selling that for? That is twelve hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He sold the one that was over there. The other one. There were two of them, and one of them got sold. Dope. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Artists are cool. I can't. I can't do any art at all. I. 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 I can't. I just. I don't have the. I don't have the patience. If I did my. Uh, if I could draw, then I'd have my children's book by now, and I'd be a millionaire. Yeah. But I can't draw, so all I have is a silly, awesome rhyme. I'm not gonna say it's stupid. It's an awesome, awesome rhyme. <laughs> it has awesome, perfect cadence and syllabic count. It's. I love that <laughs> rhyme. It really does. It's like. It's a fucking graduate school, awesome rhyme for children, and uh, I'm very proud of it. You can pack more if you want. Yeah, knock that out. Sure. Pack more. So uh, this is fun. Uh, Keith D. tried to contact me about. Uh, he's like, is Muni nonprofit? I was like, yeah, we're under the Media Alliance umbrella. We got a 501c3. You can, whatever. So what's going on? Oh yeah, you know, I just said, oh, we've given. We've had interns. I've given units to people at CCSF and SFSU. And uh, he's looking to do some community service without doing any service. <laughs> he just wanted me to sign it. And I was like, come by. Come by and clean for me. I'm going to be here tomorrow from noon to four. He's not here. Of course, he isn't here. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not just going to fucking sign it for you. You're going to have to do some work for me. Because I got to have some integrity. I got to have. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You're not a mafia front. Right. <laughs> you want to. You want the hours? You get the broom. Come on over. Clean the toilet. I need to clean the bathroom. I haven't cleaned it in a while. You come over and clean the toilet. Yeah, come over. Fucking record some breakers. Do fucking yeah, something. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I know I need to do a new breaker anyways today. That's what I'm going to do, do that. Yeah, yeah. Got to record some stuff. We'll do one that says, do you believe in God? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, I guess it, I, I looked up is um, God is good for health and trusting God is good for your health. Knew it. Um, five reasons why God wants you healthy, fit, and well. No, that's not the one. Believing in God is good for your health. 
that's the one. Christian news. Let's see. Trusting God after a bad diagnosis. Oh my gosh. You just got cancer. Let's not take chemo. Let's trust in the Lord. Yeah. We'll let him decide what to do. Well, God does want you to die so you can come see him in so heaven. So you can come see him in heaven. I know. That's, that's, I, so this is a crazy story. So when I was 17, I was, um, I was a very, very whiny, uh, sad, I believe nobody that. loves me and I'm very sad. So I tried to commit suicide when I was 17 and I, uh, and that, that was whatever. I took a bunch of pills and the next day I'm in, oh, sh- shut up. I'm a blogger and I'm a Christian. So, oh, shut up, shut up, shut up. I can't handle it. I can't. I got it. Okay. Oof. I'm sorry about that. There's Christians, girls talking. So when I was a 17 year old Christian girl, I was like, I can't handle it anymore. I'm just going to kill myself so I can go be with Jesus. So I'm in the hospital and I'm vomiting black stuff into the, the thing. And there's a psychiatrist and there's my parents. And the psychiatrist is like, why do you want to kill yourself? And I was like, I just, I just want to be with Jesus. I just can't do it anymore. I want to go to heaven. I just want to be with Jesus. And they let me go. They let me go home that night. They let me go. Friday night, it took like 80 pills. Saturday morning, I'm in the thing. Saturday afternoon, I'm talking to a psychiatrist. Saturday night, I'm at home, still like all numb, eating Chinese food with my family. No one talks about, no one talked about anything. Like it never even happened. I went to school on Monday. But I can't believe that that fucking psychiatrist let me out of the goddamn hospital. Yeah, your parents are obviously loony bin people, but that that person's a doctor, doctor of people thinking healthy. Right. They're fucking yeah, yeah. I don't know. People are dumb. I they guess. let me go. I told the straight up. I'm throwing up all the charcoal. And I look. I'm like, I just want to be with Jesus. I just want to go to heaven, you know. And I even remember while I was taking the handful of pills, I was singing the song that I knew as a child. Heaven is a wonderful place filled. That's fucking Glory and creepy grace. shit. I want to see my Savior's face because heaven is a wonderful place. I want to go there. And then there's a part you sing in tandem with someone else. Heaven is a wonderful place filled with glory and grace. I want to see my Savior's face because heaven is a wonderful place. I want to go there. And then you sing them together. Yeah. And I was singing them. And I'm eating these pills. And I'm like, yay. I get to go to heaven and be with Jesus. And nobody the next day saw anything. Any problem with this at all? Isn't that crazy? Well, I mean, nobody brought up that if you kill yourself, you don't go to heaven. Nobody brought that up. Nobody brought that up. Seems like they wanted you to kill yourself. They just had to take you to the doctor for like the, uh, you know, for when you do kill yourself. They could be like, look, police, we did everything we could. Yeah, they tried. Tried. They tried. Well, so the report Health Benefits of Christian Faith by Dr. Alex Bunn and Dr. David Randall drew its evidence from over 1,200 studies and 400 reviews. Wow, they read a lot. It reads, in contrast to the popular myth that Christian faith is bad for health, on balance, and despite its limitations, the published research suggests that faith is associated with longer life and a wide range of health benefits, in particularly... Faith, in particular, faith is associated with improved mental health. Knew it. Yeah. One of the studies where more than 20,000 American adults participated shows that income and education had little impact, but those who went to church regularly had seven years added to their life expectancy. Yeah, if you're a man that gets married and starts believing in Jesus, that's like 14 years right there. It, yeah, it highlights that life expectancy doubled for African Americans with an extra 14 years. Because they really believe in God or whatever. 
People with mental health problems such as psychosis also proved to cope better when religion was involved. They also showed to be more compliant with their medication because God wants you to take this. It's a fucking brilliant trick. The report notes that health benefits for believers include well-being, happiness, and life satisfaction, and the sense of hope and optimism, purpose and meaning in life. <laughs> wow! Does it? Anything I'm doing, uh, I'm doing for God. Like honestly, it is. It cre- like religion creates fucking beautiful things because nobody nobody's gonna build like the uh like old european cathedrals for somebody they know doesn't matter how much you love them that was pretty cool for a dead lady that's that's true but that's the kind of the pinnacle of i don't know romance pining over your dead lover i say move on buddy yeah (laughs) what other what other like non-theistic fucking well the i mean the the pyramids were tombs but, but those that almost was, have to do with God because yeah, it was yeah, the afterlife. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. definitely God shit. But uh, so is anything dealing with death is kind of God shit, isn't it? Mm, no, you could do like, uh, I mean, if you had an homage to your dead friend comedy show. Right. That's not God. That's like, hey, let's fucking, you know, that's just good promotion. But <laughs> It's just good promotion. Yeah, after, after the, the year after Robin Williams died, boy, was comedy day big, right? Yeah. Uh, believers have higher self-esteem, adapt better to bereavement, feel less lonely, and are less likely to suffer from depression. Those who suffer depression tend to make faster recovery from depression. They are less likely to commit suicide or suffer anxiety, display fewer psychotic tendencies, and are less likely to suffer alcohol and drug abuse. Because God hates drugs. I tried to uh, brainwash myself into being satanic one day. Oh, that's of, fun. I took a bunch of acid and I uh, and just started. And you were started, like, I'm going to be Lucifer. I just want to see Lucifer. if I could brainwash myself. But maybe having that mindset going in is sabotage for the whole. I don't know. Uh, I was just trying it. Uh, it didn't work. But also, uh, I found some videos that made some really good points. <laughs> Did you see my new jacket that Jonathan got me for my birthday? That's beautiful. Isn't it great? It says Lucifer on the back. It's gay Satan, yeah. In rainbow. In rainbow. <laughs> well, Lucifer was the prettiest of angels. It's, it's The story of Lucifer is actually fun and interesting because it's the story Hit of the me. devil or Satan. You don't know about this. Lucifer was God's like most beautiful angel. Lucifer actually means bringer of light. He was so beautiful and so amazing and so incredible that he was like, hey, I should be, I'm like your right hand man. Like, I got this. We should, you know, and he was like, I'm really great, God. And God was like, you're not that fucking great. And he threw him out of heaven and he sent him down to earth and to rule over the under dominions because he basically like challenged God's wonderment. He's like, look how great I am. His phone. So Lucifer was thrown out of heaven for vanity. And then, but he was like really great. He was like, Lucifer was like, wow. It means bring her. It's like, wow. And so then he became the devil or Satan and because he challenged God's authority and God's wonderment and beauty. Yeah. God's like, I will not have dissent in my office. Yeah. You're back to the mailroom with you. Well, he sent him into a whole different, he created supposedly a whole new mailroom. So it was like hell didn't exist until Lucifer was cast out of heaven. Oh. Because he became the leader and the dominion of being yeah, against seen, God because I, <laughs> because it's and it's and that's why Satanists are selfish because the, and they're into it they're like selfishness is the best thing ever that's exactly how you forward your life and that's what we follow and Satanism isn't like a terrible thing it just promotes like radical self-reliance and self-involvement radical self-involvement is Satanism uh so what uh I don't remember much but wasn't there like a like a piece of that where uh 
Lucifer was jealous of God's love for the humans or something like that? Is that a thing, or am I just misremembering? Uh, it was the whole thing is that the angel stuff was supposed to have happened way before the world was even made 4,000 years ago, you know? Okay, so what was Satan doing in our reality because, as a snake? Right, because that had already been, because that's, and that's Lucifer was cast out because that all happened way before Earth was made, before we were born. There was the, there was the heavens and there was all the choirs of angels and they were all the angels are like, God is great, he's the best, he's the best. They're thinking about how awesome he is. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah. And then one angel was like, great this one. and then god was like no and then he, that's how hell was created as he cast him down and that's what what demons are is they were lesser angels in the firmament there's all these different choirs of angels right uh-huh. and they were lesser angels angels in the choir and so they were like yeah lucifer's pretty cool like we're totally on board with this like fuck you god and he was like oh, fuck me well now you are there and they're like cool we're beelzebub there's all the different names because they really were all different demons, Angonor. There's, there's all these different like satanic demon beings that, and it was almost like they were made up in the 1500s by a bunch of priests, you know? Yeah, it seems but, uh, but eh, the, a little hacky. Whole, it's a little. You but, know, it's but fire's bad. It's so great. Lots of fire. I oh, have yeah, fire's terrifying. But then you've got like, um, I mean, there's the whole that it's it's in the study of witchcraft. They go into all of the, you know, different the, the different demons. But the whole thing is that demons were just angels that God decided weren't good enough that we're fucking with his order. And so he sent him out. And so now there's hell. And then way later, he was like, you know, all this praise from all these angels is just boring. I'm going to create the earth. And then he made the earth and then he made the heavens and the earth and then he made the seas and then all the fish in the seas. And he's like, it would be great if I made something like me. And then on the sixth day, he made man. And then on the seventh day, he rested. And then the earth was made 4,000 years ago, like the Christians believe, like Mike Pence, like our um, mm-hmm. vice president. Uh, 4,000, maybe 6,000 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, man lived the dinosaurs, and man was like, no, fuck this up for me. And, and dinosaurs, I don't know how they justified that in their head. But then Satan came in the form of a snake because women love snakes and are easily, you know, manipulated. I don't know what the story's about. And then eat the apple and the, oh no, now we have the, oh no, because the, when they were made in the image of God, they, he, in the beginning, they didn't have, he was like, anything you want is great, but they didn't have the choice of, the knowledge of the tree was that they could have choice. Like they were like, everything's great because there was no choice. It's like, I can choose between eating you know, this fruit or this animal and everything. I've named everything now. Everything's awesome. And then Satan how, was like, how is God a good person? <laughs> God's not That's a good person. so creepy. God doesn't, God's not a good person. God is a jealous, angry God. He rains fire down. The other people, they started liking butt sex, right? And Sodom and Gomorrah and they sent the, the angels to warn the one family, Lot's family, sent the angels to warn them. And, um, the angels were there, and, and the, the townspeople were knocking on his door saying, let us in, let us in, we want to rape those dudes. Where they're hot, we want to rape them. And he's like, no, 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 they rape my daughters. And he sends his daughters out to the crowd to be raped because he's protecting the angels. And then they disappear from Sodom and Gomorrah. God rains fire and brimstone down and destroys both cities. And then Lot's wife turns back for whatever reason and turns into a pillar of salt because it was about salt's remembrance and she was remembering the bad things. And so God punished her. Then, this is the best part. Then Lot runs to these caves with his two daughters, and his two daughters get him drunk and say, everything's been destroyed to save our people. We must fuck our father. And they get him super drunk, and then they have sex with him. 
with their dad in a cave. This is in the Bible. They trick their dad. They get their dad drunk, and they sleep, and they fuck him. After after the rape gangbang. After the rape gangbang, where he sent them out to the people instead of the angels being rape right, gangbanged. Yeah. Then God, the angels were there to like warn him, like, hey, get out of here, man. And he, they said, don't turn back. And so when they're running away, running away, and there's fire oh, and brimstone, yeah, she turns around and, and Lot's wife, because supposedly, like, she missed it or wanted to see it. There was something about she wanted that life, whatever it was. That's right. the idea of it. Oh, I get you. Is that she turned back. Uh-huh. And then God turned her into a pillar of salt. And the uh, girls with PTSD raped their father. <laughs> Man, those chicks were sluts. Yeah, they were super sluts. After but, the rape gang band, they're like, I need more fucking. You know what? We should trick dad. It's a trick dad. It's great, though, because when you look at the Bible and you look at stories of women in the Bible, they're really not, there's really no good one. Like, yeah. even the good ones are still misogynistic and terrible. Like, Yeah, they're just, they're just selling the bullshit to their peers, you know? But it's, it's just, it's so terrible. That's one of the things I hated about Christianity was like, we're subservient to men. We're subservient to men, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, stupid. And it's, I mean, well, it does. It's stupid. I don't know. This is the thing. Isn't it better to keep, fuck, shut your mouth, bitch? Isn't it better if they just, like, only open it to suck your dick? You know what I mean? Like, it's just so much easier if they could just shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, these, these guys were trying to build sex robots a long time ago. Sex robots! Look, you just teach them that they're dumb. They don't know anything. They're always wrong. Uh, and they suck their dicks. Yeah. You're being too quiet. You gotta get closer to the microphone. Sorry. Yeah, it's with you. But he had to back off the mic for the misogyny. But we know that Christians um, are less likely to get involved in delinquency and criminal activity, and tend to enjoy greater marital stability and satisfaction. A, there's a camera in the sky. Right. There's a camera in the sky. Well, there is. You see? Don't you see them everywhere? Like on the bus or the, the eye in the sky? That's like. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes Always. they're fake. Sometimes yeah. Just to scare people from stealing. It's effective. You know what I've started doing? I've started uh, doing drugs in front of the ATM. I just walk up to the ATM like I'm going to do, do the ATM stuff, and then I just do drugs at the camera. And I'm just going to do it a lot. What kind of drugs? Just weed? No, you know, free-based stuff. Wow. And I think it's really funny because... Because uh, nobody's watching. Uh, yeah, nobody's really watching. But they use that later if you get murdered. Sure. So they like, they'll be like, well, he did drugs at 12 ATMs and then somehow wound up dead. <laughs> what what drugs are you doing now? What, what, are, you, what are you smoking? Yeah, I don't know. Just uh, We'll just say hard drugs. Hard drugs. Okay, that's good. None of these soft drugs. This legal stuff. Nah. You're on the on the, on the on the big on the big stuff. Did you see what Trina got me? She got me that tartine cake. I, it's too pretty to eat. It's like it's insane, right? It's got gold leaf on it. I have no idea what's inside. It could be tiramisu. It could just be chocolate all the way through. Who knows? There's fucking a ribbon around it. I mean, I feel like because it's all chocolatey, it'll last at room temperature forever. But I almost don't want to. I, I would want to eat it, but I don't want to eat it. And then I'm going to bring it to brainwash. I don't want to give it to everybody at brainwash. Did you, eat a, did you eat a cookie brownie already? No. Oh, cookie brownie. So I just want to eat that cake. Cookie brownie. No, I just want to eat that cake. I know. We just need to get forks or something very excited about it. That's I believe in cake. Idea. I believe in chocolate. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Chocolate has impacted my life. You know? Are you less depressed because of chocolate? This is funny because they say that Christians are less, but I was more depressed as a Christian. And it's that's just funny. I'm so much happier now that I am don't um, 
don't believe in the existence of Yeah, but you're also insane. I didn't know you before, but you're an insane person. I'm an insane person. <laughs> Absolutely. I've, I've done enough acid to technically be insane. You only need to take seven hits of acid to be legally insane. That's, that's dumb. Enough. I know it's a dumb, that's a dumb amount. Yeah. It's a tiny amount. No, I mean, not all at once, like over time. I'm like, seven heads of acid. Like, I did that, like, my first year in college. Come on. That's probably, like, the number of doses it takes you to, like, see through the bullshit. And oh. like, oh, he's seeing through the bullshit now. No, no. <laughs> right. He's crazy. Listen, don't listen to him. He's crazy. Well, I've been realizing that they make, they attach conspiracy, crazy conspiracy theories to actual Absolutely, because it's all crazy theories now. Because, because then they try to make it sound crazy. So anytime you look up... 9-11 facts the thing that comes up on the side at the same time even on YouTube or stuff it'll be like flat earth theory is real like so yeah. all the stupid flat earthers are like somehow now you know things that could be true are not true because it's like you know, well this is crazy yeah, you know these 9-11 guys think the earth is hollow yeah. <laughs> they think lava just comes from I don't know <laughs> they think it's I love the flat earth thing it's, like, it's so funny they think it's a, actually a disc and that there's an ice wall around the edge. So Antarctica is in the center. But if you ever, you people say, well, you've never been to the South Pole. Like no one ever goes there. Right. So they somehow like there's an ice wall all the way around, like like the wall like from Game of Thrones. And then beyond that is and it's guarded by like some like the these people because people will fall off into the space into the darkness because mm-hmm. it's flat. So it's a big ice wall all the way around. Yeah. Okay. That's that's wrong because it's, it's a flat, hollow Earth. The flat. Earth is flat, and it's like Isn't an it Oreo. Isn't it filled with gnomes? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, not fully because it's hollow. Yeah, Trolls. they live down in they the hollow Earth. They live down there in the mm-hmm. hollow Earth. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I believe in that. I saw the that time movie that was made. The what's the thing where he goes back into Slee Stacks? What they called Slee Stacks? I have no idea what you're talking. They about. They go back in time. It's very high right now. Slee Stacks. You go back in time. Slee Stacks. I'll look it up. I'll say Slee Stacks are things. Oh God, I'm losing it. It's because you said I'm a crazy person. I probably am. Slee yeah, Stacks. I'm not sane either. <laughs> I know. Stand-up comedy is weird. It's changed me. It's uh, oh my god! I didn't take my I make I actually wore mascara last night because it was like my birthday or whatever, and I never I didn't take a shower this morning. I got here and Trina was here and she's like, oh my god, you smell like alcohol. And I'm like, I do. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I was on the bus that whole time and I didn't yeah. take alcohol. My goose. I well. did. I didn't shower this morning because I was like I. I woke up at 10.33 and I was like, I have to leave the house now and go to the station. Um, Slee Stacks isn't coming in yet because the computer is being dumb. But it's a real thing. It's like, it was a story, The Time Machine Mm -hmm. by H.G. Wells. I like the first movie, not the one with Guy Pearce in it, but the first one that was like in the 50s. And then he goes back in time and there's like he goes down a, like a corridor into like a cave thing, and they're all down in the cave, kind of like J.R. Tolkien with the trolls underground building the weapons and then coming and attacking, attack, something like that. Uh, but Slee Stacks, come on, show me Slee Stacks. Come on. It, it, won't, it won't get me off believing God is believing in God is good for your health. Oh, maybe it's a message, Pam. I know. I can't. I can't believe in it anymore, though. It's crazy. They're crazy people. They're, yeah. they're not, though. I guess they're. It's more sane. But you. I mean, 
they wouldn't, I was so angry as a child because I wanted to have an invisible friend that was a cat that was the same size as me that I could talk to and it was a cat. And that's crazy. But, look, see Sleestacks showed up. Yay, images of Sleestacks. Um, so this was actually lost in time. Oh, Land of the Lost or Sleestacks, not the other thing. But look at them. There they are. Yeah. They're a-, a real thing. Look, there's weed. I guess that's called Sleestack now. That's pretty cool. Of course there is. There's weed that's called anything. Yeah. This is, look at them fighting the Sleestacks. Oh, it's too small. Can't see it. Anyway, I wanted to talk to a large invisible cat, and they were like, no, but you can talk to Jesus whenever you want. So I'm like, you're going to let me talk to like a middle-aged dude whenever I want, but I can't have a cat. I can't have an invisible cat friend that's the same size as me, but you want me to like talk to a forever 33-year-old guy, hippie guy, (laughs) walking around with fucking Birkenstocks on. That's okay. Yeah. With his robes and his magic wine blood. Yeah, it's like uh, you bring your kid to a church where there's a statistically higher probability that they get molested. (laughs) Statistically factual. And people just do it. I don't get it. Yep. I don't get it. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves all the little children. All the little children in the world. Right in their butthole. Right in their butthole. That's what he teaches them. I used to have a joke that was like that. It was the only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader is that the skirts were really long, which is not sexy. And I always had to, uh, that my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. It's pretty hack. It's, yeah, it's kind of hack. It's pretty hack. Hey, in the 80s, that would have crushed. Yeah, right? <laughs> in the 80s. I miss, I've been missing my time period. I'm, yeah, oh, and I'm still having my fucking period. You know what sucks about being 43 is still having a motherfucking period. It's like I still have the ability to have babies. That, there's something wrong with that. Just shut it down. Yeah. I don't want autistic kids. I just don't want... The, after you're 36, the probability of Down syndrome goes way up, and now it seems like everybody's fucking has autism. Like, I'm, my, I'm 43. Just stop it already. Like, why do we gotta? Yeah. Why do we gotta bleed and smell funny all the make time? Make the window like, smaller. Make the window smaller. We don't need yeah. to be. We don't need to have kids for this long. Yeah, it would make no sense. No, actually, uh, just thinking about like evolutionarily, if uh, if you made if you made it to like 40. You know, a thousand years ago, oh, God, you were probably like an lady. intelligent person who like managed to survive through all the bullshit. You know, so still being able to have kids. I don't know. I mean, but forty-three, you were an old. You were definitely an old lady. They used to marry yeah. you off at fifteen. Yeah, you'd be dead by forty. You'd super be dead. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if you made it, probably, sure. probably learned to Must, dodge yeah, bullshit. It means you're a witch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a witch. Yeah, burn that whore. Oh. Yeah, look, she weighs the same as a duck. That 43-year-old still having her period. That's witch shit. That's witch. That's, that's some witchcraft. Yeah, I know. And she doesn't have children. What's wrong with her? Witch. Witches. Witch. I love witches. Oh, you know what's coming up? It's Halloween. Do you, do you care about Halloween? Uh, I, it's entertaining. It's a, it's probably my favorite holiday. What are you well, gonna dress up as? Uh, I'm gonna be Tiny Hulk. Oh, you were that before. That's cute. I'm gonna do it again. You're I'm, I'm going to uh, try to win a costume contest. Oh, that's good. Let's look up Tiny Hulk and see if it exists. Uh, that's a good point. God damn, I don't want to do this. Tiny Hulk. Well, um, it, there are no people here. There's just Tiny Hulks. Beautiful, killing it. Perfect. Yeah, and they're but it's they're silly. They're like 
They're like bobbleheads and shit. Yeah. Or they're like tiny. There's no people. There's no no people. No people at all. Yep. All the way down. You see but then pe- there's actually Hulk Hogan is the first human we see. Yep. And he actually isn't. I mean, maybe you should dress as Hulk Hogan. No. Tiny, what if it was like, what if you were one of those, what if you were like subversively one of those Wheel of Fortune things like Tiny Hulk Hogan? <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope, not doing it. So he was like, <laughs> you rip off a t-shirt. <laughs> I thought Hulk rips off. They both, both Hulk and Tiny Hulk would rip off a T-shirt. Look, there's a, obviously a dog named Tiny Hulk. Um, no, it's definitely, definitely. This is actually a large man. I'm gonna kill it. This is the best. This is a great idea. I'm gonna kill it. It is a great idea. I was thinking about the problem is that it's, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, and no one would know who I am. But I kind of want to wreck my old wedding dress. I want to go as um, the November Rain video. So I want Jonathan to wear like. A bandana, a red bandana, and like fake blonde hair, and be Axl Rose, with like, it's very easy. He just basically wears like a, a tuxedo shirt with a with a bow tie, but rips the sleeves off and like wears jeans. <laughs> and then I'm the model from that thing where you know, and she's running down, and so she, it's like a tutu in the front, and then it's long in the back. But I have my old wedding dress that's like a huge, big tutu, so I could actually cut it in the front to make it like that same dress. And then we could just, yeah. I don't know, sing the song. It's it's very convoluted. But um, let me look up November Rain so I can give you a good image. Uh, is that, it's, it sounds like Jake, yay, made it. Uh, November Rain dress, look, it shows up. All right, see how it's tiny right, in the front and in the long back, it's all long. Uh-huh. So I could take my old wedding dress and chop it up like that and I could be like, her and then I'd make Jonathan dress up as Axel Rose like a douche and then there we would go. I would not get that. No one would get it. No I know you're that. too young. No one will get it. <laughs> if we played the song on constant loop, it might make sense. So I don't know but I kinda just want to mess with my old uh wedding dress. But then I'm like, what 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 am I gonna be for Halloween? I mean I love I I love dressing up every day more insanely toward the date itself. So on the first, so like on the Monday, on the Monday of Halloween week, like I, I'll have, I'll wear a silly hat like this, or like I have a tiny, I made a tiny witch's hat. Mm -hmm. So I wear a tiny witch's hat. Tiny hats are hilarious. But just, it's a little bit, right? So then the next day I dress up a little more, like I'll wear, I would dress up like I'd be like Connor Marshall and I'd wear like the a onesie. fucking zip up onesie or whatever. And people would ask me who is I'm like, oh, I'm Connor Marshall. I'm Connor Marshall or however he says his I'm, name. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, and then, so every day I get more and more extreme until the actual day of Halloween itself. Even when I was a teacher, I would do it. I loved it. And I would always dress as a regular man at one point, like a, a guy just, and be, just try to confuse everybody and make them think that I'm a dude. Just, yeah. That's, that's good. That's it's fun to just go around and be a guy. For yeah, a day. dressing insane is great. Uh, sometimes I think I should dress more rationally for like stand-up stuff because I think I'll get on stage sometimes. The tie belts aren't working for you. <laughs> it's too zany. I don't want to be zany guy. But out out in public, dressing crazy as fuck is hilarious. People uh, have a hard time making eye contact when you're dressed really weird. Yeah. And you're like, you're. It's funny. It's funny. I enjoy it. I enjoy it too. I, well, I don't even know. I, we'll see what happens. I have a whole costume closet, though, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, the, the easiest thing I could do, and the, one of the weirdest, is that I have, um, I have a parrot costume 
I used to wear it for Jimmy Buffett concerts, and I'd sit on men's shoulders that were dressed as pirates, and we'd take pictures. So I was dressed as a parrot because I was a parrot head, but I was I was just a parrot. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a it's like a leotard, but then it has wings and it has a head that covers my head, and it's a parrot. I also have one that's a snake. And it has a snake head, and then it goes all the way down, and it has a tail, and it's like a little... So it's the easiest thing to do is just, like, put on a pair of nylons and then wear, like, my unitard snake outfit and walk around. Because <laughs> it's for, it's a child it's a child's costume from Costco, but I fit a child's large. Yeah, You would same. fit one, too. You would fit one, yeah. For a while, I was looking for uh, kids' spandex superhero things. They We got to go to Costco. The, they all have the fake muscles. I want, you know, the no muscles, just fucking as skinny as possible. It's so fun. You just want... A unitard. Skinny superheroes is great. I'll do all of them. But all you need is a unit. You just need a unitard. That's a good point. You need a skin-colored unitard and then underwear. You could be Captain Underpants. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Captain Underpants is a really easy... No one knows it except for small children, though. Look up leotards. How much those leotard. cost? Yeah, leotards are nothing... Well, you uh, you can get them almost for free at the Goodwill. Ooh, that's yeah. a point. Leotards. It's going to come up with like... Why do people call people... Tar- oh, because it's retarded. Retarded. Um, You're high. There's, I am really high. These are just dancer ones, though. We'll say leotards for Type men. Type in uh, superhero leotard. Okay, superhero leotard. <laughs> it's important on some Call Me Tim to get to the real issues, like God and superheroes. Superhero leotards. What do we get? Uh, we have mostly for girls. Well, that makes sense. You could be Batgirl or Batboy. These would it would be great. Here's a little boys one that's like a. I see they all have the fake muscles for the boys. Oh, I could just get that uh, green man suit and fucking oh. pull pants over it. This this I feel like you could rock this one though. Here, this Superman with the uh, spandex. I've always found that the wrong people are wearing spandex. Like the people that are wearing people who should wear spandex aren't. That lady's got it figured out. This is there we go. That that's that is sexy superhero. Actually, you know what I like? What did I do when you, I wanted to be? I was a sexy something. One year I was a sexy. Um, uh, it's they're on motorcycles and they drive around and they all die at the end. I was sexy easy rider. We were there were three oh, of I us and that. we yeah, were yeah. sexy easy rider. But being a sexy weird thing is fun. Like like sexy. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, there's sexy Trump exists, which is really sad. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, so, oh, we'll put it in. This is the, it's like the worst of the sexy, um, sexy Trump outfit. There it is, right there. <laughs> it's hot pants and a uh, fake tie. I don't like this. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> Who wears this? Uh. I hate people. Dumb Republican sluts. Uh, yeah, I wish they were. Are there dumb Republican sluts? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. there are. I've met them. You've met them. Good thing we're not in the service industry. I couldn't do it. Uh, did I mention I'm hosting Brainwash tonight? You should come. I'll do that. Good. You should eat a brownie cookie. I should eat a brownie cookie. And, and maybe I'm already high. I'm high too. Well, uh, we're gonna take a small break. Uh, thanks, Zach. Thanks for filling in for Emily Browning. No problem. Yeah, you're awesome. We'll eat you. some cake in a second. What? Uh, coming up next is you put your weed in there. I forgot for a second because I'm so high. You, you, you put your weed in there. Uh, the show that's about chefs and uh, what's going on with them and what their signature dishes are and how I can put weed in it. So we'll be right back here on Mutiny Radio. I love this hat. I feel like, don't you think I look cute in this hat? It's a pretty good hat. 
from, from, oh, is that not even playing? What's happening? Oh, there we go. Okay, here, I am. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio. Go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com fjs.com again the law office of francis j shaheda in san francisco and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. 
incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. October 6th, come join us at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for Johan Miranda. segment of Some Call Me Tim here on Mutiny Radio. I am joined today by uh, an incredible human being who feeds me all the time. He's a fantastic chef. We're going to learn some of his history. We're going to learn how to put some weed in what he does. Uh, Jake Erzland. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Ashland. It's Norwegian. Well, uh, he is the owner and proprietor of Counteroffer inside of Bender's Bar, 800 South Venice, serving delicious food six nights a week and amazing specials. Uh, he's also the drummer of Another Body Found. That's We're not going to talk about that as much, or we can, whatever, but I'm really interested in your chefness, and you went to school for chefing and all that kind of stuff and places you've worked and what, why you choose to do what you do now and what kind of food. you got to get real close to the microphone. Yeah. It's definitely a labor of love. You just love cooking. Yeah. You've always. Something that you really want to get into. You to get right into it. There. Uh, is that better? That's okay. perfect. That's perfect. Right. It's definitely no way to make a living. Um, it's hard to make a living as a, as a professional cook. It, um, it, it doesn't pay well. It's long hours. But um, but why then? Just because you, you love, love it so it. much? Yeah, you, and there's no, is it the, I mean, it's not that there's nothing else you can do. You're a very talented musician, and you've got other skills and things. You yeah. just... I just love it so much. Yep. I just I, I started when I was 14. Oh wow. So I've, is this the only employment you've? Has it been your primary employment your entire life? Yeah. Just cooking. Have no, you ever, well, have you ever I, had I, any I, other? Have you ever had any other jobs besides? Oh, I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's always been in the hospitality. Oh. Okay. I was a. Um, I've been a busboy, a bar back, a bartender. But still in a restaurant, though. Always in a restaurant. Always I, I a worked restaurant. at a hotel for a minute when I was living in Salt Lake City, Utah. What What made you, where'd you get your degree and what made you make that choice to go do that? I was living in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Oh. And I was working in a, in a restaurant there. And um, my mother, who is from Iowa, that's where I was born and raised, she, uh, a few years before, had moved to the Bay Area. Oh. And I decided that I wanted to go to culinary school. And there was a school here called the Culinary, um, the California Culinary Academy. Is it, it was in the city proper? Yes. It was actually at uh, Turk and Polk. <gasps> I ate there once. Yeah, did you probably, yeah, they used to do the dinners, they used to do they the were, buffets and all right, that. It was, right, the buffet dinner thing. With, yeah. I mean, there was the petty fours, and it was crazy. The, the patisserie table was like, what? Yeah, I used to come in uh, every morning to that. Because <laughs> they the, 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 the bakers, they would start at 
you know, 11 o'clock at night because they had to do the night shift because in a normal restaurant, the baking is done overnight. Oh. Bake bakeries. So every morning we would come in and there'd be whole croquembouches and like, you know, the right. French, French wedding cake. and stuff. at night? Yeah, the yeah. croquembouche with the little profiteroles and they're filled yes. in and the little the veil yeah. of sugar that comes down the whole thing. And Exactly. Yes. So there would be whole, I, I just would walk over there and just start popping those in my mouth. I got so fat in school. Did you, um, did you do the program? Did you do both? Did you do both the culinary and the uh, pastry or did you? There's, when you do the full culinary program, there's two, two classes that are based on pastry. There's pastry one and pastry two. And then there's also a bread making course oh. as well. But, so yeah, it touches up on it, but it doesn't, it's not. So the, the baking program there, where, what it used to be, this is back when it was CCA and before it became Lake Cordon Bleu. Oh, okay. Um, baking program there was only six months where the um, the full culinary was a full year. Wow. But because you did six months of pastry and then six months of... Oh, no. If, if you get your culinary, do you also get pastry or do you have to do you, that on top of it? You get a total of I think Just it was nine weeks of, of baking and pastry. But that's it. That's it. Some people go to school, though, just for that. Yeah, and then, then they have to learn how to build these wedding cakes and things like that. Oh, I've never touched on any of that. Yeah. Oh, the fondant and all that. Yeah, sure. they, they learn sure. all the fondant and the chocolate work. And we just touched on it kind of in advance. Right. You I, you told me about your chocolate thing. Who did? Or maybe it was Greg, that it was a tree and there were there were tombstones in front of it. Definitely Greg. I never did anything like oh, okay. that. Okay. He was talking about his chocolate his his chocolate thing. Or was I talking to a different chef? I was talking. There's so many chefs that hang out now at, at Bender's in the back patio. It's crazy. Like, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know. I've, I've been meeting a bunch of them. Yeah, there's I a lot of, like, it's become a big hangout for cooks and chefs and servers. That's cool. Like, they love the food and it's good, good, good deals on drinks, especially today. Whiskey Wednesday. Oh, it's Whiskey Wednesday. I'm not allowed to drink and corn dog whiskey day. after. Oh, I love the corn dogs. Yeah, everybody, every Wednesday, corn dogs. I love your specials. I think they're great. The chimichangas are awesome. Thank you. I always enjoy those. Little crispy fried, little goodness, yummy. And you make all your own sauces, which is crazy. Like, most people don't do that. Especially when it's, like, bar food or whatever. But you kind of elevate it to a place where... I mean, it, and it's funny because you'll squirt the ketchup stuff and people are like, what's that? And you're like, swimmy ketchup. And they're like, what? what? Like, what? Oh, okay. So, good stuff. Yeah, I like our ketchup. It's good. Yeah. Why? why uh, so you went to culinary school and now you choose to do, what, why do you choose the food that you do? Like, what's your... I, I feel that a, a lot of a lot of bars, especially, you know, dive bars, and they lack in the food department. And, and I, I don't, I, I worked in fine dining. I worked for two Michelin star chef before. Mm. And the the cooks are so clicky, and the server, it's like us versus them mentality. Huh. You know, front of the house versus back of the house. Really? And it's something I just wanted to get away from. Like, I couldn't. The, the pressure was, was too high, and, you know, this is just more relaxed. Like, we can have a few drinks while we're working. And, sure. And when we do. Yeah. And go outside and smoke weed if we want to. We don't do what the fuck right. we want. We own the fucking place. So right. It, it's, um... No, you can swear. You can oh, okay. swear. Yeah, cool. you can yeah. swear all you want. This is internet radio. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, Shane and I both, when we decided to, to do this, we were like, we want to serve just a proper burger. And we wanted to make our own fries, but because Bender's is so known for tater tots, right? they begged us to keep the tater tots, which we did, which saved us a lot of time and, and sure. money, or a lot of time of work. Right, which yeah. Which we use money as well. But, and people love it, and we just decided we're going to make our own ketchup for it. Yeah. You know, and season it with Old Bay and... 
you know, the East Coast people pick it out right away. You're like, oh, bay. Like, oh bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what's so special about that? Woo, paprika in there. Woo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Simple, but it's good, you know? No, it's great stuff. And you, I mean, you have the freedom to do whatever you want because you own the place. Exactly. So, I mean, if you wanted to bring in some stupid foie gras special, you could, but it would be no, like... You, absolutely. I mean, We've you actually, did it once, didn't you? No, make truffles. a truffle? Tru- the truffle quesadilla. That was a special day. Yeah. Or was it... We did a truffle burger too once. I had the truffle quesadilla and I was like, this is fucking insane. And it was like yeah. five bucks. I'm like, you're putting truffles in this? What's going on? Yeah, they were donated. They were donated. Yeah. Uh, uh, a friend at a certain restaurant I won't mention for sure. <laughs> purposes where it's the wrong person to hear it. Right. He had to clean out the freezer and found behind the everything. Yeah. Like he pulled all the, he found bags. Like pound bags of black and white truffles That's from insane. all. That's insane. Yeah, it, it, they were like worth. There, I mean, he gave us like a couple thousand dollars worth of truffles. Wow! And he's just like, it's the place he works. Just doesn't care. They like, just don't even notice club. it. They just like whatever. See, that's that's crazy though because I mean, I'm sure you guys probably do you shop once a week. Do you have to shop every day? Like, how does your? Do you have your stuff delivered? I mean, yeah, everything's delivered. Delivered. Okay. Yeah, we get um, a friend of mine. Um, his name's Jesse. He used to work at a restaurant near my building called Fino, an Italian restaurant on Post. Cool. Fino. He used to work. He's bartender there. He started a company that delivers Restaurant Depot. So, uh, and that's where we get all of our dried goods. Okay. Our canned tomatoes, our flour, our sugar. Right, right, right. right. Stuff like that. Right. Forks. Yeah, and the big, huge things of mayonnaise. And big. Back that's, I mean, that's it's the only sauce we don't make. Right. I know. It's like, but it's because mayonnaise is like. Uh, it's so. It's very. I mean, easy I to guess make. it's easy. Right? I mean, if you have an immersion blender or whatever you're doing. But yeah. So why don't you guys make your own mayonnaise? Why do you? The shelf life on it's too too low. You have to make it every day. We'd have to make it. It's uh, the shelf life on it is like, is like four or five days, and right. then you need to make it again yeah. because of the raw eggs. Yeah. And the eggs in, um, uh, like what do we want to call it? Um, the mayonnaise that's sold. Yeah. The eggs have been pasteurized. Oh. So you can leave it at room temperature. Sure. And we need our sauces at room temperature. Yeah. So that's right. That's you the can't make your own aioli. Of course not. We could. I mean, you could. We'd go in the garbage every day, and we'd be losing money, and it wouldn't make Right, right, right. And you have to balance it out because... Well, isn't it funny? We all need to eat, and we all love food, and yet chefs scrape by to survive. Why aren't we... Like, at, or we make them work so hard. Like, chefs that work night things, like, how much money? Like, what can you top out as as a chef? I mean, I guess if you're a celebrity chef, oh, those millions. Guys are, those guys are millions, yeah. But, but if they you're also just have like probably a, 30 restaurants, too. Right. You know? So the money comes from owning the restaurant, not from being the chef. Right. Well, you're the chef and you're part owner. And, you know, a lot of chefs, they get, like, say you're a chef in, in Las Vegas and you're this yeah. huge casino. And, like, money's no object at these casinos. You can serve all this crazy food. Yeah. And these chefs are baseline, you know, 100 grand a year, which is huge amounts of money for a chef. Yeah. Plus, plus they get their bonus for making food costs and keeping mm. it under a certain number. So when they do that, they get a they get profit share. So that's when they really make the big money. But $100,000. You make $100,000 a year as a chef. That's great. Yeah. That's but a it just, great living, especially in Las Vegas. Not, the property there is nothing. Ah, uh, because they're in a desert. I could never live in Vegas. I could never do it. I mean, I that's the other thing is, as a as a as a cook or a chef, I mean, you can basically work in anywhere you want in the United States. Like it's. Oh yeah, that's that's why I, I live in so many different states, just because I could. Yeah. I know I could 
I could pack up what belongings that I decided to keep, and I would get on a Greyhound bus and I would go somewhere else. Get your and, knives. And yep, go with you. Set my knives and my snowboard or whatever. And <laughs> that was it. Wow. Like, so uh, a job within a, less than a month. What do you? What would you call? Your signature dish. If you, do you have anything like that where you're like, this is my favorite thing to make. This is what I like. This is what I, I like to make. This thing is what I, like the food you dream about. My, like say if I were to cook at home, I love like something I grew up on. A couple things actually that, that, you know, that's really big in Iowa. They have these hot open face sandwiches huh. and it's just bread and then it's covered with mashed potatoes and then roast sliced meat and gravy. And really? It's so good. Is it bread toasted? Sometimes. And sometimes it's just like straight up white bread. Well, then why even have the bread? Oh, it's delicious. It just, I don't know why. It's just fucking good. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> meat. Meat. And it'll be like. Gravy. Yeah, usually bread. beef or Do you eat beef it, or turkey. You eat it with a fork and knife, though. You oh, yeah. eat it with your hands. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a fork and knife. But the And the bread is integral to the whole thing because that's. Yeah, the sandwich part. Right. Like it's a few pieces stacked up. But okay. if I make them out here, I'll buy a nice roll, you know, and yeah. I'll pile it up Mashed that way and I'll make it out. Mashed potatoes on a sandwich. Yeah, really good. Sure. We've I actually mean, done, a, we've done a burger that we've we, called The Leftover. And you put mashed potatoes on it a burger? Was a, yeah, turkey burger with mashed potatoes and gravy on it called The Leftover. Oh, that's great. It's like a like after Thanksgiving. It sounds great. It's um, like it's almost like having a meatloaf burger with a, yeah, yeah. the potatoes and gravy on it. Yeah. I can, well, it's easy to put weed in that. I mean, yeah, it's so exactly. easy to put weed in mashed potatoes. It's just well, you can make silly. your um, well, yeah, you see weed butter. Yeah. Same with the gravy. You make a roux with the weed butter. Yeah, but yeah. Actually, the gravy's. The, you're right. The gravy's yeah, the place gravy. to put it. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't put it in the mashed potatoes. Let the mashed potatoes be clean and clandestine, but put it in the gravy because there's so much flavor carrier there, anyways. And if you're yeah. making the roux with, so that's a really good idea. Use your drippings and a little bit of that weed butter and. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, a lot of the weed. Well, it depends how much how much gravy you're making because yeah. it depends how strong you're making your butter. I make my butter very, very strong. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. I, I, love, I love food with weed in it. I mean, I'm starting to lose my mind because I've been just eating so much of it that I just constantly, I'm, I'm pretty much high all the time. I, I am, the second I get home, I eat a brownie of yours. Oh, that's so nice. And like... Katie says I, I snore like a fucking bear. Yeah. yeah once I eat the brownies, I'm so out. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan, when he eats them, it's so cute. Um, he gets this look in his eye, and it just, like, he'll be on the couch with me, and then his face just changes, just glazed. And I'm like, oh, sweetie, you gotta go lay down. It, it you gotta go lay down. Yeah, because it'll just hit. It's like, oh, he just shuts down. And he's like, not a person. And he's like, oh. I'm like, oh, well, I get you. But I mean, I eat them all the time, so I'm like, Awake You're all the time. It, yeah. Well, and, but I, I think that I just have a different, like, energy metabolism thing. I'm always like, like, it takes a lot of weed to knock me down. It takes a lot of anything to knock me down. <laughs> because I'm like, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, very, get very excitable and excited. I host Brainwash tonight, so that'll be fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll go, I'll go to Bender's and then we'll go to Brainwash. And I'll eat. I'll eat there. I I can't do it. I, last week I made a mistake. I ate too much weed food, and uh, 
and I forgot to eat regular food. And then I got so high that I was on stage, and I then that's when the the uh, the Navy guys came in, and they were all in uniform, and I didn't mean to make fun of them. I was caught in making fun of them, but I wasn't making, but I was making fun of them. That's comics too. I mean, I just I didn't know how to feel about the whole Fleet Week thing. Did you did you serve a lot of people last week with uniform? Yeah, we had uh, we had some Marines come in. Um, actually, I a uh, few of them. When I when I was when I was wanting to get drank, I'd buy them drinks. Yeah. And, I was, and say thank you for your service. Oh, that's nice that's, of you. I think that's great that they you know defend us and our freedoms are, but it's all going to shit now. We probably shouldn't start talking about. No, that. I know yeah, the yeah. politics <laughs> and food. Uh, I mean, what, what I was kind of getting to was that uh, we all need to eat to survive. And when did the, the restaurant industry didn't really start until like 150 years ago, right? Like restaurants didn't even exist. Like people ate at home or. Well, there's there's always been the. Um, the, the pub, the town pub, right. which is an inn, you sure. know, but that was usually for, just for travelers. Right. Not many people, I wouldn't think that they, you know, they had their own food and they grew it. Right. People didn't like go, go out, out to eat yeah. or whatever. And that's like all we do now. That's all people do now. Yeah. That's like, who cooks at home. Not, I mean, I do. Many, I, I mean, do. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. Yeah, but Katie does. Right. I mean, I, I do. I yeah. So I get off. I leave the... Yeah, <laughs> Zach they, does. Yeah, Zach does. <laughs> but I, I, I leave Bender's and she'll... Katie will make their sides, you know, some, some braised greens and some mashed potatoes or some rice or something. Yeah. So I just have to reheat that and then I'll, my piece of meat, I'll yeah. cook it up at home. Yeah. What What is... like? But if we didn't, if people weren't eating out, we wouldn't. So many people wouldn't get to cook professionally. So it's like catch twenty two. And then we, you can't charge too much because it's food. But in this city, like you have to. It's expensive to eat out here. Yeah. Well, just to buy the product is expensive. Yeah. So the up, and you have to charge so that you can make yeah. money. It just it seems like, like you said, a losing venture. It's like what? What? But everyone yeah. has we, to eat. We've had people like get mad at us, like seven dollars for tater tots. <laughs> It's like, you know... It's a lot of tater tots. Do you... Yeah, it's a huge thing of tater tots. It's a 26-ounce box of tater tots. It's like half a bag of tater tots. It's... Well, I mean, a bag, small bag. If you buy it at the store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's like 12 ounces of tater tots or whatever. I mean, that's just... It's the price of tater tots. Yeah, it's what they cost. And that's what we have to sell them for with our homemade ketchup and our homemade ranch. Right. And the time that it goes into, plus we have to pay rent. We have to pay our health department costs. We have to pay our licensing. Oh, we have to pay our yeah. taxes. We, you know, all that stuff, and the taxes included. And some people just don't understand that they want to argue. Oh, tater tots should only be three dollars. Like you want three dollar tater tots? No problem. Here you go. And I'll hand them a box of frozen tater tots. Right. Or take that you, home and cook it yourself. Now you know why it's seven dollars. Or you give them three tater tots, and you go, yeah. here's three dollars <laughs> worth of tater, or like you know, ten tater tots. Yeah. You count it out. You're like, yeah, ten tater tots for three bucks. Is that what you want to do? That's fine because they're actually like twenty six come in this box. So <laughs> yeah. That's why they're seven dollars because they're you know just. Made. Yeah, but plus plus the homemade sauces too. It's the like, homemade sauces. There's a value awesome. there, you know. Well, how it many? It's hard because you deal. Not only do you cook, but you deal with the public. How many people yeah. are douchey? Like, what's the percentage of people that are cool to the people that are douchey? Like, and then it's not like I mean, obviously you can't spit in their food because you're there, and I, you have integrity, and you wouldn't do it anyway. Yeah. But like, how do you deal with like? I have a story for you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You could say it on air, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, how do you deal with douchey people? 
who are like not respecting what you're doing? Do you just ignore them and keep smiling? Yeah, pretty much. Um, if they get really douchey, I'll, I'll start spitting back. Oh. And I, I'll, I'll just kind of make fun of them right. in a way where it's not like insulting. Sure. But sure. just, hey, I'm, I've got your number, buddy. Like, yeah. take it take it a step back. You're at a 43. Let's bring it down to a four type shit. You know? <laughs> I don't right. appreciate the way you're talking to me right now. And Well, and then there's just, dr- just general drunk bitches that are like, they're the worst. The- the cacklers. Yeah. Yeah. That might, that might be me. And then there's the warrior fans that won't shut up. Oh, those, that's oh, them. Oh, oh, that's, wait, that's oh, me. Oh, yes, yes. We've oh, wait, had those. Right. <laughs> I'm looking people forward gotten, to that, actually. I love it. <laughs> people have gotten mad at me Fuck for cheering too loudly or being too effusive I, about the warriors. I heard Kevin said something to you, one of the owners of, of the bar. Yeah. Oh. You know what? I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Not just him, but there was actually a person who was... He said that once he got around the corner and saw me, because he was like, who's the asshole that's fucking screaming about the warriors? And then he went around the corner he was like oh it's Pam's fine Pam's fine <laughs> but I was like okay duly noted but there was a there was a guy who was there and I was watching the game and he said something about me he said something about me being annoying about the Warriors and I'm like whatever like yeah. it's a playoff man a, yeah it was a playoff yeah. but I'm not trying to be douchey but I probably you're there not, are people that aren't meaning to be some way and then they're still that way and you're like oh oops yeah so. there's people that are just just douchey yeah. I mean they can't help it they can't help it and it's, it is San Francisco the, the yeah. douche quotient is getting really it's, a lot higher it is you've been here for like how long 17 years is ridiculous See, I got here in uh, 2001 alright 16 almost 17 years yeah yeah. Wow. In and January, it'll be, yeah. Yeah, I, d- I just had my, October 4th was my 10-year anniversary wow. of living here. Yeah. It's great here. Where are you from originally? Uh, San Diego, but oh, not originally. California. I mean, I was Northern California, then to San Diego, then back. I've never left California. I've never lived anywhere but California. I have no idea how other people survive uh, anywhere else. I mean, it's, it smells it's, like smoke today, but yeah. whatever. I like things a little well, It's smoky. definitely harder to get weed in other states. Right. Where? How do people get weed to put things? They can't even put their weed anywhere because they're not allowed to have it. Yeah. My buddy just moved to Missouri in St. Louis and he just had to stop smoking weed because it's super dangerous. They really fuck with you. They're mad about it. He's in St. Louis, you said? St. Louis, yeah. That's a fun town, but yeah, you can't. For drinking. He said drinking is amazing and everyone drinks little airplane bottles everywhere. Like, that's a thing. Like, everyone just takes these little airplane bottle shots everywhere they go and even bars sell them, but he was like, oh, everybody drinking in their cars with the little tiny things. Yeah, all that stuff. It's crazy. But they're big out there. And then he said that you can drink, you can get wasted for like 10 bucks on a Monday. Like, stupid oh, obliterated. Yeah, there's, like, in the Midwest, there, there's places, like, I remember when when I was, was like 19, 20, um, when I had, I had borrowed my friend's ID to go to this place. Yeah. And uh, I remember the earlier, it was just the, it was the weirdest thing. So, it was what did they call it? It was progressive drinking or something. So you, it started off, the place opened at, say, 6 o'clock. Right. And it was, no, this is PM. Oh, PM, PM. Okay. Nightclub, like dance club type sure. place. Douchebags everywhere. Right. But all you can drink, kamikazes and beer. Oh. If you get there at 6 o'clock, it's only $7. And at 8 o'clock, it became $8. At 9 o'clock became nine dollars which went up every hour right, I was right, like right. that doesn't make any sense they're drinking less and less 
Right. You charge more and more. You're charging more and more. Well, I mean, that makes sense just because it's like the time people want to get there. But you show up at six and it's seven. See, now that's, wow, all you can drink. That is a bad, that is. It was only um, light beer or this watered down kamikaze. Sure. I mean, you'd have to drink a lot of kamikaze. You get a bit of a headache with all the sugar. Yeah. No, I didn't. I just went, I just pounded beer. Right. Pounded it. Yeah, I I used to do that too. Well, and I, I, I. I used to go to a place called the Wine Bank, and it was ten dollars all you can drink wine from six, like five to seven was the time. So get so drunk on wine. I was well, I know, and it, they would. I was there. I got a gold star on their um, on their on their mirror thing, and they were like, "You're our favorite alcoholic." Because I, I, I went like I went like fifty four weeks in a row or something. I'm, I was a person. I never missed this thing. It was every Friday from five to seven. I actually changed my work schedule. I would work. On a Friday, I wouldn't go to lunch, so I could leave work an hour earlier, so I could be there at go five o'clock. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. To go drink as much wine as possible. That was back in the days when I used to drive a car, though, and it was so funny because we'd drink as much as we could, and we'd have to drive quickly somewhere else so that we wouldn't be drunk in time. You know, we <laughs> we were like, we drank all that wine. We got it. We if I don't, if I'm not where I need to be by seven thirty, we're fucked. Because <laughs> at seven thirty, I'd be like, I'm wasted now. Yeah, right. Because we drink so much wine that it wouldn't even hit us and for at least a half hour and then we were like obliterated I love wine I used to love wine I used to be a rich pants kind of so person. that reminds me of the, my days of slinging LSD in Iowa oh my goodness um, we were going back and forth to bring people LSD and we were like oh we gotta hurry up and get there before it really kicks Bef- in yeah before the, we- before <laughs> oh, the LSD kicks in one yeah. of the funniest stories was parking and laughing because we got stuck in a parking lot just laughing for an hour and a half because yeah. we couldn't drive I <laughs> because it takes acid and drives morons we are. yeah mo- that's crazy right <laughs> I accidentally I accidentally was dosed with PCP once when I was in Mexico and I was with my friends and we were these guys were like come to our hotel room we're gonna smoke weed and then I take a bong hit and I look at my friends and I'm like that's not just weed we gotta get out of here so I convinced my friends to get out of there and so we're getting out of this hotel and we get to the parking lot and I forget how to open how a car door works. Like, I can't even get in the car. I've never done PCP. I have no idea what it does. It is insane. I couldn't... I didn't know how a car door opened. I didn't know how a car worked. I couldn't figure out how to get out of the parking lot. I was like, what are these places? What is this place? And they're like, we're in the parking lot. I'm like, how do these work? What's going on? So we just, I just sat in the car with my friends for a long time until I wasn't, but until I could figure out, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I know how a car works. Like after four hours, it just sort of like everything stopped and got normal. And it was like, oh, I know everything works. Okay, I'm fine now. But it was (laughs) for four hours. I was like, Everything's in 3D and like I can't. It was. It it's was a horse tranquilizer, isn't it? PCP is angel dust. I don't know what Zach. What's what started? is angel dust? Uh, PCP. It is a horse tranquilizer. It's uh, disassociative, so it works like a ketamine or like a fucking oh, yeah, so, special K. And if it feels like narcotics, so it's like you know when you do acid, you just get like flashes of crazy thoughts. Yeah, yeah you kind of get that. Uh, plus, uh, like it's like a hallucinogen and a narcotic. I love it. It's fucking great. It's it's a fun time. I was okay. I'll give this a try. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. I was okay. Is it nephrotoxic, do you know? I don't think so. 
It was, I, we, all it was is I just didn't, it was a dissociative. Like, like exactly, that makes sense. I didn't know, I was looking at the car door and I'm like, I know that's a car door. And I had no idea, and I knew it was my car door, but I had no idea how to open the car. Like, it just didn't make any sense. I've only done PCP one time and it was here and a dude just walked up and he's like, hey, you want to smoke this joint? And I did, and uh, it was not weed. It was, it was fun though. I, uh, if you're ever going to dose anybody with drugs, just me. I'll do it. Just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> just give it to Zach. It. <laughs> it's our favorite, our, our, our walking pharmacology book. Perfect. Awesome. What's what's the craziest drug you've ever taken? Me? Yeah, just LSD. I don't think LSD is that um, crazy either, but. Man. You ever ever done, done heroin? You've done heroin, but just smoked, smoked it, it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I never shot up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah not, I, I never up. shot it's anything. Not up. My, not, it's not not, I'm not into sure. it either. Yeah. A lot of chefs though have uh, have a lot of substance abuse disorders. Oh, I mean, a, that's a big problem in the industry. I read the it's Anthony Bourdain book. And, yeah, the cocaine because they're up late at night and then they want to yeah, go home. Cocaine's and you, great to get through the shift. But and because you're still focused, you're still. But cocaine works because you're still focused and you and it you can still do a good job and you're not it just yeah it doesn't it's you know it numbs your it numbs your head and but you don't have to give wakes you up a little bit but then how much there's a lot of thinking there's so much timing well there is it more feeling or is it more thinking when you're when you're firing like all these things you've got i mean for you guys feel. when you've got eight burgers on and you've got all your buns toasting and you've got your fryers frying and, and just, that's the only things you just know you just when know. things are going to be ready and it mistakes do happen all the time when things get burnt you need to start it over, and that can that, that can really hurt a big flight when a flight is the amount of tickets. That, sure, sure. Um, that the line can handle at once while the ticket machine is still printing out tickets. How, so, how many covers can you handle in that? What's your flight? I think our our flight is uh, twelve tickets. Wow. For vendors. At once. At once. Is it? Is there's not even room enough on the? That depends on the orders. I mean, if, there, okay. if, if there's 12 tickets and there's four items on each ticket and they're all burgers, oh, then there's no way there's we can no do it all at once. I mean, you see how small our kitchen is right, and right, our right. equipment. Yeah. So it all depends on people ordering, you know, not just one type of item. Like they got to order like boxes of mac and cheese. They got to order right. burgers. They got to order fish sandwiches and fried chicken biscuits. Did Greg you know? tell you what I made? I made, I asked him gently, uh, kindly, him and Aria to, to go off menu for me. Oh, and they would love that. When they, they made get into that stuff, so they good. made mac and cheese, and I said, "Hey, will you use half wing sauce, half cheese sauce in the mac and cheese?" My mouth is watering. Yeah, and when they made it, Greg was like, "I gotta, talk, I gotta talk to Jake," because the cool thing was the next day when it solidified a little bit, Did you, get you can too? slice it. I got a little bacon in there. Got bacon in it with the extra fiend herbs. I love your fiend herb. Uh, They're not traditional fiend herbs, but, but I, I love it. I love you know. it's tarragon or whatever you put in there. Yeah, the tarragon's good. It's really good. So the next day you can slice it, and then I had panko crumbs at home, and oh, I fried it up in a pan. It? With the panko crumbs on the outside of the grilled cheese, but he was saying, "Oh, I should." Did you fry it in weed butter? No, I didn't fry it in weed butter because that would be my butter is too short. I could add a tiny bit of pot oil to my butter that I'd fry it in, but it's this stuff is so strong that I actually uh, it's it would be even a little bit of oil would be like too much. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard to because I I know how much I use when I do a recipe and how many it cuts into, but like. Honestly, it's a tiny, tiny bit of butter when you're eating it. So if I actually just ate straight oil, I, I mean, I could just swallow it. It would be yeah. like a pill size, basically. It would be 
like 35 milligrams would be oh, like, wow. uh, yeah That's a so lot. yeah it's really strong stuff you want to split a drop with somebody like well you, i mean you, you can like like lick it or put it in your hands or something but yeah you don't want to eat you don't want to eat too yeah. much of it because it's oh it's, I, prefer, I prefer smoking i love smoking too but i love to put weed in food because i just love food with hallucinogenic properties i i just love it i, I think we should develop a uh, um a ketchup a ketchup with weed with in your it weed oil yeah, yeah sure well i mean you could even do uh, put it in, in your ranch would be a great way, a great place to hide it. Um, it's true because the, the herbs that are already yeah. in there would, would, wouldn't taste it. But Exactly. It would be, oh, your, your ranch is so good. Thank you. Oh, I love that ranch. It's so good. Your wings are really f- phenomenal. They're really, the Thank wings you. on the menu. They're grilled, yeah. Now I'm like, oh, I want to get some fucking wings. After this, we'll go to Benders and go get some fucking wings. <laughs> are you on, you're on today, it's because it's, it's, it's Wednesday, it's, um, Corn dog day. Corn dog day. And you're with right. you're with you're with Shane again. Shane uh, works till six, and he does all the prep during the day. Wednesday, Thursday, oh, I Friday. I heard now. about that. Now he's gonna yeah. be there early and make the prep be done. Let's go great. Well, Greg and I walk in. It's done. Wow, that's great. And then he would rather do that and then us deal with the customers. Shane, yeah, I don't know if you've noticed. Shane gets a little. He's not uh, big on the customer. Right. No, he no. doesn't want to deal with that. He doesn't. The want du- to he can't deal with the douches. You just smile and yeah. act nice. I, Shane's yeah. like, please, mate, don't. <laughs> please. <laughs> well, when they don't make, know where to order, don't make me do that. <laughs> when they when they come over to the wrong part of the bar and he's like, go over there, and they're like, what? I was telling you, he's like, no, 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 it's there's a, there's yeah. a system to things, and he's yeah, we have over system. there. We have a system. There's mate. a system. <laughs> it's yeah. not. It don't make me do that. Uh, but it would it would be a great place to put your weed in your mac and cheese that would be super simple yeah, i mean like we could use it in the uh the roux right again yeah or even just put the oil straight into the sauce you know it'll emulsify Absolutely. in there because there is a roux in it but that half and your and your wing sauce is so good but half wing sauce half cheese sauce with the mac and cheese is like it's just spicy enough and it's like crazy awesome and your wing sauce has what so much butter in it it's so good butter yeah chicken stock frank's red hot black pepper so that's it so so good. So good. Now we're talking about that's going to be the problem with you put your weed in there. It's like every Wednesday I'd be like, I'm, I'm eating this lovely um, cake though from Tartine, which actually is, is is quite delicious. There's a, it's like an almond dacquoise with uh, a cocoa uh, buttercream with a coffee buttercream and something else. It's very very good. It's like that. I was like speaking of Tartine on the on the way over in my lift. My lift driver was telling me how much she loves cake, mm. and and there's a place on mission between 24th and 25th it's called Dionde or something like an Italian baker I, I forget the name so I believe it started with a D I know I've seen it like I've just never been there and she's like oh my god their strawberry cake is amazing like I would eat the whole thing and I told her about tartines banana cream pie oh god it's lined with chocolate yeah on the, oh, it's so smart though to so line good. your um, your crust with chocolate because it makes it uh, you never have a soggy bottom yeah, yeah you have no soggy cracker. bottom if you Line it with chocolate. Nice, dense graham cracker crust. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah. Any kind of cream pie. Oh, I love it too. Key lime. Key lime. Banana. You, and that, that's easy to put weed in there. That's just so. Oh, that's just, yeah. Well, yeah. and the, the new way that I kind of want to work with it is um, steeping weed into heavy cream. Oh. And then working from there because it, there's enough fat in it that you can let it go. If you decarb your weed first really hard. So that there's the THC super excited. You don't have to cook it at, for as long in your 
in your cream. So it wouldn't, you know, and cream you can cook for a while without like denaturing the flavors or burning or whatever. It's basically well, that's like a low. The great thing about cream is you can reduce it down to nothing. Yeah. Just get all the, and it's just, it's just fat and add it's it to all the other pure fat. Yeah, yeah, when you try to do that with milk, it'll break. Right. Well, milk is so weird. Like some people made make fudge with from straight milk, and I'm like, nah, it's condensed. You gotta have it condensed. Why would you try from yeah, the? Yeah, you need to be super sweet. It's supposed to be fudge. It's supposed to be like two bites, and you're like, I'm out. Right. Like that's too sweet for me. Right. And I'll be back later. <laughs> that's been my. I have to go to. I have to go to gross out and get some chocolate so I can make some more fudge because it's the only thing I'm missing right now. You, st- you, st- you still need corn syrup? No, I have. I love corn. I have. I have like half a bottle of corn syrup. I got that corn syrup. Corn syrup's amazing. Oh, cool. Because we don't use it. You don't use corn syrup at all. No, I said none of my recipes. Yeah, because we would use corn syrup, but it's 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 integral to making a caramel. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like to have it whole. Right. Otherwise, it just yeah, it blooms. blooms, and it's yeah. like these my caramel treats here bloom. But I've been. That's the thing with the fudge is you want the you want the sugar to bloom on purpose. But when you add the cocoa butter, and it emulsifies it in a way that has the right mouthfeel, but it's still it's like it's you, it's like you want it to bloom almost. Like it's part of the process. That's why. Yeah, you want to get that like crystally. Yeah, that's like. Especially on top of the fudge when it has that crystal leaf like yeah, you have texture. To, you have to stir it. It's 240 degrees, and then you pull it off the heat, and then you add your chocolate, and you stir, 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 stir forever till it actually like breaks, blooms, kind of. Yeah, and then it, and then you pour it into your mold and, and flatten it out, and there it is. It's like awesome. oh, that's great. But um, yeah, I'm learning a lot here about. Oh yes. yeah. But the, stuff that cor- made. the corn syrup, I add corn syrup to everything now, too, because it just... Like a whole gallon. You could take... Please well, take and with corn syrup, I could actually just make straight lollipops. You don't even need to add sugar. You can just use weed. Weed lollipops and, are yeah, delicious. Exactly. I used to get them... Suckers and that yeah. stuff with the weed in them. And you when just flavor car, it however you want. Go to grassroots and get the suckers. Yeah. Wow. I, I, the CBD suckers are great. Yeah. The CBDs. Like the CBDs. CBDs. You, I, think I think they're called like CBDs. Or CBDs and they come in the a little thing and you suck on it. You can't I, get actual buds of CBDs anymore. It's, it's, it's all hard, it's, it's all going out to vaporize. It's going yeah. into the people are distilling it into their vape pens. What do you think about vape pens? Well, I you know I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I think it's better probably for your lungs, huh. but it's not better for your cardiovascular system because you're putting oil into your body now, which could be into your lungs. Well, it's just going into your your veins now. So you got you're putting oil in your veins, which could raise your blood pressure and. Through the vape pen. That's interesting. Yeah. Zach, Zach has thoughts about the vape you're pen. You're breathing it in. The alveoli in your lungs still take it in. Yeah. yeah. And then put it in your blood. You know. So I don't. I don't know which one. I mean, technically, I get for when it comes to cigarette smoking, it's healthier. Sure. A little yeah, bit. As far as we know. Yeah. yeah as far sure. as we know. Yeah. Sure. But there's still that process. But it's healthier for your lungs. Right. But when it comes to the like, so Tony, their guitarist and another body found, um, is a smoker. I don't know why he quit. He quit, hadn't smoked and. 12 years and decided he's like oh I gotta smoke again for whatever stupid fucking reason that is and so he started vaping he's like oh this would be way better well his blood pressure went through the roof huh. and so did his cholesterol went through the roof and doctor's like you're gonna have a heart attack any day now like you gotta stop something he's like well He's like, are you? He's like, what are you eating? He's like, well, I'm just eating this and this and that. And he's like, well, that doesn't sound like. He's like, I'm smoking these vape pens. He's like, yeah, it's the oil in that shit that's huh. getting into your cardiovascular system and taking it out. 
What I want to know is why are there no savory flavors in vape pens? It's all weird yeah, candy shit. Candy oh, weird. shit. Yeah, okay, so dude, what the fuck? I don't want to smell that. It's I had just an smell idea. like a fucking roast beef sandwich. That'd be great, right? Yeah, yeah. that would be the best. Or how about just taste like a cigarette? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cigarette flavored flavor? How about a cigarette? <laughs> I, was, I was saying, uh, I tried to make a joke about it and it never really caught on, but I thought it was funny that there should be a new job in restaurants and it's like a vapier. So I don't Absolutely. know if you've had the, I don't know if you've had the foie gras with hazelnut yep. waffle, they, but I mean, unless you have the sour that. cherry vape pen with it, it really doesn't. You know, like it doesn't. <laughs> the vape yeah. The vape yeah. Well, so we, we want to. You don't uh, inhale. You just uh, take it you in your mouth. You just take it in your mouth. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so with your, the, the classic pairing for your foie gras uh, with the hazelnut waffle and the sour cherry glaze is a sauterne, you know, it's $20 glass and you should have that. And the vape recommends the sour cherry vape. I mean, it is a way to, to go fucking with impart flavors into somebody's mouth. You take it and fucking just pass Absolutely. Flavors. So I tried to make a joke about it, but nobody ever gets it. But I still think it's a I've, humorous I've, idea. I've, I've seen it. Those douchey, because it's Not douchey, using a vape pen, But I've seen people use vapors that come out as you eat the food. Oh, sure. They smoke oh, sure, it. Yeah. They smoke I've under seen, a dome or whatever. Yeah, I've Blow also seen um, at Qua, uh, Daniel Patterson's place, there's an optional oil scent pairing for your meal. Oh. Get on the back of your wrist to smell it before you eat your food. God, that sounds so douchey, but I think yeah. I love it. I, you know what? I, I, I thought about it and I was like, what? Wait, no, stop it. It's like, it's like thirty dollars extra to have an oil dropped on my. Well, so wrist. at Bender's, taking advantage of, you know, at, they're like these rich yeah, people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but I we think that Jonathan's been putting a little bit of that Bender's cheese sauce behind his ears to get me hot. You know what I mean? Like I get late at night. I'm like, oh, I want to eat you, and I'm like, what is that? Oh, that's the Bender's cheese sauce. Thanks for cheddar putting that in. Cheddar ale sauce there. Delicious. It's an aphrodisiac. Good stuff. I do the same thing with truffle oil for Katie. Oh, I love truffle oil. Yeah. I mean, I th- things are getting crazy with truffle. Now at Trader Joe's, they have a new potato chip that's a truffle oil potato chip. And so it's like $3.99 for a bag of potato chips, but yeah, it's got truffle flavor in it, for Christ's sake. Like, it's great. I love it. The truffle flavor, there's a big secret in the industry of truffle flavoring. Mm-hmm. They don't actually use truffle. <gasps> what are they using? I don't know. Oh, no, It's a knows. huge nobody secret. Nobody knows. That's it's a huge cigarette. I, I, I don't know if it still is, but I've learned that a few, quite a few years ago in, in the French restaurant, and there, or I was reading, maybe I was reading about it somewhere, where they they have their secrets and how they get their truffle oil to taste truffleier. Huh. And nobody knows about it, and it's a huge secret, but that's what's brought you know the cost down, I think. Sure. So many more people are figuring out are, how to do it. Are truffling but everything. You're still not getting the real truffle. Well, there's the, there's also this the um, the Trader Joe's. You ever made truffle oil? I've never, I mean, I made no, truffle butter. I, I, I've, I've had. You know, how much, you know how much truffles cost? Well, you can buy. So I went, <laughs> I went to Sur La Table and they had a sale in the back and they were getting rid of truffles and there were two truffles in a jar and it was like nineteen dollars. They were on sale from like instead of forty dollars or whatever, they're half off. That, that's really so I got two truffle, two black truffles, and they were packed in water, which is great. And then I oh no, that's not good. That's no good. No. Well, they were they were packed in water. So anyways, I took them and I. Brunoised them and did a tiny, tiny, fine, fine, fine dice. And I. For those uh, of you who don't know, it's uh, 1 16th of an inch dice. <laughs> 1 16th of an inch. So, and then I mixed it. I took um, 
um, I took the butter and I mixed it in with the butter and then I rolled it up in a little like you know wax paper and stuck it in my freezer and I used that truffle butter I took those two truffles and I made it like you know into big long like two logs or whatever yeah. two logs. and then it really held up and it held up forever in the freezer and the butter got so flavorful and I was just putting it on like I was like I'm baking a baked potato for dinner and it was just like truffle oh, butter baked potato boom a little bit of salt language. and I was like I mean I was I just I was like ah I'm gonna I'm gonna poach some eggs and put them on a, with truffle butter like I was yeah. putting truffle butter on <laughs> everything everything and then I had the same problem when I came back from this is very funny I came back from Spain and uh, I got a note I brought I bought 40 grams of saffron because I was really into saffron in Spain because I was like it's so cheap here this is great it's expensive so herb. It's, it's expensive is it herb or a spice uh, it's a it's technically it's part of a flower it's the crocus it's the it's yeah. the pistil of a flower so I don't know if it's I guess a spice or what you would call it spices generally are seeds and herbs are generally fresh plants so I, yeah. that might put it's it in a dried the herb. plant it's a, it's yeah, a, it's I might put it in the herb category yeah. be something worth that's at. why I brought 40 grams of saffron back and the the customs stopped me I, when I they didn't stop me I opened up my bags later and there was a note on the top that said that they thought it was drugs they didn't know what it was they went through my bag they're really sorry they went through my bag but they found suspicious things and it's because I had so much fucking saffron that they're like this is so cheap there. it's gotta be weed right they thought it was weed because I was going from Amsterdam or whatever flying but I, I used I had so much saffron that my ex-husband got to the point where he's like can we not put saffron in something and I'm like but I love saffron I love to bloom it I bloom it in the white wine and I add it to everything and I was like bouillabaisse bouillabaisse like I was constantly making stews and everything oh, with, with saffron yeah. and I, I was putting it in rice I mean I love saffron but you can over saffron yourself just like the same thing with truffles you can over, over truffle. truffle yourself if you eat too many truffles or have too much truffle oil and you're just like ugh enough I, I got cut off at a restaurant I worked at from using anything spicy because I love spicy food I love so spicy much. food too and the chef was like stop right he's like calm down there buddy like let's go come up with the grill specials and there's always some kind of chili involved right and I love spices yeah, too me too though. I think it's great I mean, and why Why would people want a flavorless existence? What's wrong yeah. with you people? But there is something to be said. Just like the last night, I, I just cooked a pork chop. And Katie had made some collard greens, braised collard greens, some mashed potatoes. I cooked my pork chop and just put salt, pepper, and garlic on it. Yeah. And there's something great. great about cooking it properly, though. Sure. Well, a lot of people well. a lot of people overcook pork. And I like, my, I like my pork barely cooked. Like, I like it just over, like when it's just safe because otherwise it, it really it, I think people overcook it so much because they're so afraid of trichinosis or whatever who's yeah. getting trichinosis coming no, nobody gets trichinosis anymore they no, they started separating the pigs from where they eat and from where they shit and that's what stopped it oh so you know eat it medium I don't I don't care for pork at mid rare but medium and mid well I like yeah, medium, well done medium, definitely medium. Yeah. I mean there's uh, still some good good hunk of raw in the middle and mostly pink yeah yeah I like mine just pink and just the juices using out. Yeah. That's, I mean, it all sounds good right now. Yeah. We've got five minutes left here to drool about food. Jonathan was so great. He gave me the most romantic birthday gift. What? He gave me a bunch of gifts, but he, the most romantic birthday gift he got me of the many gifts that he did because he was way too generous this year. A $50 gift certificate to Rubio's Fish Tacos. He loves me so much he actually listens. Like, it's so sweet. <laughs> it, go ahead, sorry. I love Rubio's Fish Tacos. I fucking love them. I would love to put weed in them, and I would do it by putting it in the delicious sauce that's like lime juice 
juice, mayonnaise, and sour cream together. And I would just pot add, put the pot oil in there, and you wouldn't even, it'd be so good with the cilantro and the, the fucking uh, cabbage and the crispy battered fish and the corn tortilla. I just, I've been in San Felipe. I've eaten them on the Baja Peninsula, and I fucking love these fucking tacos. And every Tuesday, they're only $1.75, and that means that my $50 gift certificate can get me like 32 tacos. It's like a, almost a year Back. full of tacos. It is. It's so great. It's such a romantic gift, and every time... You can go twice a month. I get, yeah, every time I get a taco, I'm going to be plus, like, I love then Jonathan some. You so can like save up to the end of the year, like go twice a month until December, and then just like blow your load. Just like, I have so many fish yeah. tacos. I just love fish tacos. <laughs> you too. Put your weed in there. Uh, I love your fish sandwich. Uh, I'll let everybody know. Again, Jake is from Counter Offer, the awesome restaurant inside of Bender's Bar at 800 South Van And they're open from 4 until 10. Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Saturday. Monday, Tuesday. Uh, but you're open later on Friday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're open until 11. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Saturday. The only reason we're open until 10 on Saturdays is bands. We, the you bands start. The bands. We. We attempted once to run some tater tots through a mosh pit and ended badly. Right, of course it did. They yeah. just totted in the it air. It just went everywhere. Oh, yeah. That's no, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's really smart. But uh, you have a fish sandwich, which is amazing. It's like a gourmet BK Big Fish. Beautiful, it's modeled right deeply. After that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the batter is so crispy on that fish. You use such good fish. And your your own sauce is the tartar sauce or whatever you put on that. It's so good. So if people I would just like use fish, codfish, but then make an Angerstein beer batter and Louis sauce and lettuce and a slice of American cheese. So good. Simple. So good. But everybody, go to Counter Offer inside of Bender's Bar. 800 South Van Say hi to Jake and Shane. Don't say hi to Shane. Leave Shane alone. <laughs> Leave Shane alone. Say hi to Greg. Everyone else is fine. Leave Shane alone. Um, Katie will be there on the weekends. Greg will be there nights. Good stuff. Thank you so much for being here, Jake. You did a yeah, great job. There was no Thank reason you. for you to be nervous. Everybody also go uh, like Another Body Found on uh, on the Facebooks. And you guys have a new album coming out soon, don't you? Not yet. Not we're, yet. we're writing music currently. Oh, good. We've got a few new songs now. Um, we're going to need six or seven before we get decide to go into the studio. But hopefully this summer, this coming summer. Yay! Summer 2018. Look for another body found. And thanks so much for being here. This has been... Yeah, I had fun. Some call me Tim. Uh, it's not some... Well, it is some call me Tim, but uh, you put your weed in there. And... Um, and I'm going to eat a pot treat now. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much. I'm hosting Brainwash tonight. So if you're listening live, come down to Brainwash uh, from 630 to 9. We're going to do some comedy. It's going to be a good time. Thanks, Jake. You're the best. Thank you, Pam. Another body Love found counter offer. This is Mutiny Radio. I've been Pam Benjamin. Have a great day. Bye. You can call it Treebonics. Treebonics. your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in 7 days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission or if you can't be with us Listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at 
www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counteroffer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best... 
coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We 